Xbox is confident that Starfield is a hit, Microsoft is holding a hardware vent in New York, and Xbox are turning off a few things here in the near future. Happy Friday, friends. It's Friday. It's Friday. Somehow another week has come and gone. More importantly, somehow we are more than halfway through the month of August. It has, uh, I don't I don't really know. The important thing to keep in mind here as we careen through the month of August is that September and October are huge months typically in the tech industry, right? Uh, Microsoft has announced a hardware event. We know Apple's going to have one. Google typically has one. Meta has one. So September and October are typically pretty intense when it comes to product announcements. And that's it. That's an exciting thing, right? It's so... Yeah, it is Friday, my friends. Hopefully you had a wonderful week. I did too, and let's get to the news. But before we do that, you might remember a few weeks ago, the Ridge reached out and they sent over this, the Narrows uh, iteration of the Ridge Wallet. Well, they are back, my friends, because they've got a lot going on. The Ridge Wallet, as a reminder, expands to hold up to 12 cards, plus room for cash, comes in 30 plus different color styles, including carbon fiber, burnt titanium, forged ember, and a bunch of others. Ridge this year, again, has partnered up with Hennessy for their summer sweepstakes for a chance to win a brand new Hennessy Ford Bronco, which looks fantastic. I'm a big fan of the Ford Bronco. And and or $75,000 cash. I should say that's absolutely or, not an and. Uh, you get one bonus entry for every dollar you spend on the site, and custom Hennessy products can earn up to a 1,000 entries. Make sure to head on over to ridge.com slash bdsams where you can enter for free. And plus, if you use that link and that coupon code, you can also save an additional 10% and you get 10 bonus entries for each purchase. So there you go. You got links down below right here. You've got links in the description. Big shout out to Ridge for sponsoring today's video. Now let's dive in to the tech news. So as noted, this has been a big week. Microsoft announced a Surface event that is happening in New York, which I think is, I can't remember. Is this the first Surface event that's happening in person in a long time? It's been a long time coming. Anyways, September 21st in New York, Microsoft's holding a Surface event, expecting to see, I think, Surface Laptop Studio 2 uh, Go 3 in May, Surface Laptop Go 3, and the Surface Go 4. So the Go 4, remember, is the little tablet. The Go 3, which is kind of odd that they're different numbered, but whatever. Uh, the Surface Laptop Go is like the laptop version of that, not the tablet version, and the Laptop Studio 2. And we'll see if there's any Surface Pro news coming down the pipeline as well. So we'll we'll see what's happening uh, throughout that. But anyway, September 21st is when Microsoft is holding it. They sent out those invites really early, I think, by the way, uh, more than a month ahead of schedule. Also expect to see a lot of Windows AI-related news. Microsoft is putting AI and everything thing and they are not going to pass up an opportunity to talk about surface hardware and AI which makes me think I'm curious if we're going to see any Qualcomm hardware at this because Qualcomm to date really has been their sort of AI partner if you will when it comes to some of their hardware so we shall see what happens there uh, let's see what else is going on. The Windows subsystem for Android on Windows 11 has been updated with new stability improvements, whatever. Uh, but the Paint app has entered a centered canvas. This The Paint app has actually gotten a lot of love recently. It finally has dark mode. It looks like the, the centered canvas thing is coming. And so keep your eyes and ears and opens for that. So uh, other things that are happening within the Windows world. So the headlines are saying Microsoft's giving you the option to remove more bloat from your Windows builds. And so this is, I believe, like the camera app, the photos app, you can now more easily uninstall them, which is great. I'm not against that at all. Just keep in mind that when people say they're removing bloat, like these apps are like in the megabytes, like they're not gigs of data or terabytes of data. Like 
you're not really streamlining uh, much of anything when you do this. So, uh, also, Microsoft accidentally made available build 23526. I don't think they actually pushed this out, but it was pushed to the servers and so people could download it. And so I did download it. I haven't installed it yet. Um, I don't know if I will. There's clearly a reason why Microsoft did not want this build out for one of two reasons. One, it's a stability dumpster fire and it's just going to wreck stuff. So that's not good. Or two, it accidentally had some features enabled uh, that shouldn't have been. I suspect that it's more on the stability side than the features. But either way, you can find that build floating out about. Uh, also, other things, Microsoft is ending sales of the Azure Connect Developer Kit. This really just kind of puts the final nail in the coffin for Connect. I suspect that there will be like a bespoke community of Azure or, or Connect enthusiasts who will continue to thrive and use this hardware. But as for a mass appeal in any meaningful way, the product never found market. It tried with the Xbox, it tried in the corporate world, and there are definitely use cases for it. I'm not disagreeing with that. However, is it the next great computing interface and, and functionality? No, it, uh, it really, it's, it's not. So um, there you go. So on to the gaming news because there's a lot going on this week courtesy of Microsoft. So first off, Microsoft is going to be shutting down the Xbox 360 store in July of 2024. This is a really big deal, especially if you are a hardcore Xbox 360 user as like a media center component because... You got to upgrade. Microsoft says the movies and TV app on Xbox 360 consoles will also stop working. So you can't buy new content and you also won't be able to watch your content on that device, which really means you got to buy an Xbox one at minimum. If you can find a really cheap version or at least a series S is what I would fully recommend because you can find those now on sale, especially as we push towards that holiday shopping season, you'll be able to find one at a better value. Uh, you do have until July of 2024. So you've got some time to figure this out, but this is going to impact a non-zero number of people, but it's not a huge portion of the, of the market, I'm for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that Microsoft looked at the data, like, how many people are actually buying content on Xbox 360 to keep this up and running? And they're like, mm, this doesn't really make sense. And so there you go. There you go. Also this week, Microsoft debuted the new strike system. Now you can get up to eight, yes, eight strikes. However, one offense can be more than one strike. So don't get caught up in like, I can be really jerkish seven times and just got to cool my jets for that seventh time. That's not how it works. Also, Microsoft reserves the right to completely ban you at any time for any, they don't say any reason, but that Microsoft is in complete control of this. So just keep that in mind too, that if you do something absolutely terrible, it doesn't matter how many strikes you do or do not have, you can be gone in an instant. Uh, things to keep in mind, if you do get a strike, you are going to be blocked from content and services on the web, not locally, uh, for one day and two strikes is like two days and it scales up from there. But the thing to know is after six months, those strikes begin to fall off. So there you go. Also, the big thing that has come out this week is that my confidence that Xbox is confident about Starfield continues to grow. First off, we've seen just a smattering of marketing stuff. One of my favorite bits of like crossover marketing that we've seen is actually with Adam Savage over on the, te I believe it's Tested channel. He's building one of their spaceships. Now, curious minds want to know, remember, Remember, friends, that this was delayed a year, right? Right. This whole this game was delayed significantly. I'm, I've been watching this series that he's put out or putting out uh, leading up to this about building the ship. I'm trying to find if there's like any dates. Like, did this actually get recorded last year and now it's just coming out? Or did they say, look, we've got an extra year. Let's get some interesting crossover marketing and going that route. It doesn't really matter. It's more of just like inquiring minds want to know sort of thing. But either way, super cool. They're really hyping up. Uh, Starfield on just about every front. They're, they're tweeting out stories, the timeline, putting the plots together. Here's how I know that Microsoft is confident in Starfield and Xbox and Bethesda and all the developers at this point. 
review units or review copies are already out. So reviewers are getting about two weeks to review this game. That tells you a couple things. First off, if a company is not confident in their game and they don't want to give a lot of time for reviews, what do they do? They do what they did with Redfall. And you might say, Brad, what do you mean? Go look at the timeline for reviews for Redfall. There's actually a, a quote here I want to read from IGN. They said, with Redfall arriving at IGN just a couple days ahead of its official release, we haven't had enough time to complete a final review yet. Keep that in mind. With Redfall arriving at IGN just a couple days ahead of its official release. A couple days versus Microsoft is giving an Xbox in two weeks. If they're giving two weeks, Microsoft, Xbox, and the developers, and Bethesda, and everybody else expects that the reviewers will get deep into this game. They will get deep into the narrative. I'm not saying it's going to be a perfect game. I'm not saying there aren't bugs. It is a Bethesda game. But they're giving two weeks. The confidence is there. They know that they've got a good game. They're trying to get everybody into it that they can, giving them enough time to play through so that they have the full experience and can write a robust review of the game. They are confident that Starfield is going to be a hit, which really just cramps, like rams up that uh, hype hype sort of thing. I'm really excited about Starfield. I'm definitely going to be playing. Remember, reminder, if you have Game Pass, you already can play it for free. You don't have to buy this game. It's just going to arrive. You can preload it now. And so uh, on console, PC version, I think you got to wait another week. But on console, it's like over 100 gigs. So if you're on a Series S, you basically can run Starfield and Warzone and Call of Duty. And that's about all the box we'll be able to handle because of the insane storage requirements of both of those titles. However, you can download it now, which is probably a good idea, considering it's over 100 gigs. And yeah, so I'm thinking that Starfield's going to be a huge hit for Microsoft, for Xbox, and the thing that they've really needed, just based on the confidence, based on all the marketing that is happening, all the hype that is happening, the extended review window timeline. I think they've got it. I think, they're, I think this is going to be a good one. And uh, you should be excited. I'm excited. And uh, let's do uh, my favorite part of the week, because that's the most exciting thing. The questions of the week, my friends. So, Mad Sinus drops in and says, what are we seeing on the 21st of September? You're going to see some Surface hardware. You're going to see some AI stuff. You are going to see Microsoft try to bridge the narrative that AI needs hardware, and hardware needs AI. That is what I think we're really going to see. Yes, there's going to be new Surface products. Yes, there's going to be new chipsets and everything else. But to me, the interesting thing we'll be able to watch is like, hey, like obviously there's going to be new hardware inside. That happens. There, there's new chips. That happens every year. That's not that exciting. We're not expecting any new form factors. What we're basically accept, accepted, expect, accepted, expected to see are updated internals, but with AI kind of woven in across all this, right? That's that's going to be the interesting thing to watch and try to understand is like, where is this heading? So, and then he goes on to say, at 126 gigabytes, Starfield is a latest massive game. Storage has emerged as one of the limitations of this generation, absolutely has. But one of the few areas where input costs on the manufacturing side of the consoles has declined. Do you think we'll see a price decrease or a storage increase? Well, we've already seen a storage increase a little bit. Remember, there's the Xbox Series S that conveniently now has a one terabyte version now that there's a 126 gigabyte first party title dropping. So there is that. I don't know if we're going to see storage drop by any meaningful amount. To me, a meaningful amount would be like 33% or more at this point because those velocity drives or whatever Microsoft's calling them today, the velocity storage drives, they are expensive. Right, they are they they're a step above. And granted, they might be more expensive to manufacture. I'm not discounting that, 
but I don't think we're going to see a significant price decrease in storage because it's sort of a canned enclosed market, right? If you have an Xbox console and you want additional storage, you have two options. You have, and you want to be able to use that external storage to be able to play games, right? Uh, current gen games, I should say. You have two options, right? Seagate or Western Digital, and that's it. So there's not a big incentive. Like there's no free market here happening where there's third-party entrants coming in with lower price things to push that floor down. So there you go. Mr. PKI here coming in and saying, Starfield is almost here. Will there be any outages or, or overloaders that, that we sometimes see with major games like when Call of Duty is released? It'll be in, Call of Duty had an outage this week. They dropped their new uh, like reveal event in Warzone, which I haven't tried yet, but I'm definitely going to. And of course, the servers immediately tipped over from people dropping in and, and a surge. I would be, let me put it this way. I'm expecting that there will be server load issues. That is just the nature of how games launch these days. It's like, yeah, you're ready to get in. And then there's like a massive queue or something else. And it's like, we appreciate your patience. It's like, we would appreciate if you put some more money into the servers. Um, granted, I've been on the other side of that. I know that uh, expecting and moving for scale is always difficult to challenge and predict, but Bethesda has the capacity. They've launched games before. They should know how to do something like this. On the other side, it is a new title, and it's probably not fully optimized across all experiences by any means. So there you go. Uh, so to answer your question, Mr. PKI, I fully expect that there to be some sort of hiccup on launch day. The Joe Finn says, handheld gaming PCs are so hot right now. Yes, actually, a new Lenovo Legion uh, image has leaked out. So Lenovo's getting in on the action, which is the least surprising. I give Lenovo credit. They they put out some funky form factors, and they've tossed things at the wall to see what sticks. I, I respect that. Uh, if you Have you tried any? If not, why? I honestly have not. Uh, well, uh, that's a lie. I have used a Steam Deck uh, quite a bit, actually. Um, so I was thinking more like the Logitech G Cloud, uh, the Rogue, or obviously nobody's used the Lenovo yet. Yes, but I still, like for me, gaming in this kind of thing is I like to sit my butt down on the couch and I'm not, a, I'm, I've never really just been a handheld player. I never, never really got into that genre. I just like sitting on the couch, having a huge screen, big sound system. And that to me is the gaming experience. When I travel with the family and I'm on the back of a plane, which is where it would most likely benefit me at, most of my flights are like three, four hours, so there's not a ton of time, and I usually try to like sleep or watch a movie. And so, for me, gaming is a a I, I keep wanting to point this way because that's where it is in my house. It's an experience that happens over there on that sectional couch with the OLED TV and a big booming subwoofer. So that's kind of why it's it, nothing against like the genre or anything else like that. It's just not my preferred way to game. So, uh, Confused Geek says, I subscribed to Game Pass Ultimate, but didn't pay for it. I use Microsoft Reward Points. How does this benefit Microsoft and Xbox? This benefits it. When you are getting those points, you are the product. You're either answering surveys, jumping through hoops, and getting data to Microsoft. So, so you're either answering questions about like, hey, why do you use this product? Surveys are a form of uh, market research, which costs money. And so if you're doing it, they're effectively paying you in points. You're also seeing ads by using Bing all the time. And so they're earning they're earning earning their dollar dues off of you through your eyeballs and your browsing capabilities and the information you're giving them rather than direct transaction now granted it's not the most profitable way for microsoft to do this but market research is hard to get and so they found unique ways to do that and that is how they continue to make that kind of money rafiq says hi why is the cma's decision taking so long and will it come by the end of august it's supposed to come by the end of august we don't exactly know why it's taking so long. Remember, there was the rumor that Microsoft was expected to give up uh, their cloud gaming to EE, and then it sounds like they came back with actually a slightly different proposal. 
where they are going to actually say, look at all the revenues we've done. We think that that's enough. So now we're waiting to see where the CMA lands on this spectrum of is that enough or not? I suspect, like we fully expect that they will get this done. The goal was, I think, August 29th, but we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see here. And Mr. PKI wrapping up with the second question, but the ending question of the week. What do you think of the new Windows Outlook replacement for Windows Mail? Have you tried it? I absolutely have tried it. I'm really getting used to it. It seems to major in his, I am the total opposite. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's, it's too slow sometimes for me, but more importantly, I just like the simple basic mail app. Like I, I just need very basic controls. I don't use rules in Outlook. I just have one inbox. I collapse them all into one. And I just like the interface of the mail app. I just keep the, the simple stuff. There's a really annoying thing. Uh, I believe if you right click, Jess Corden was complaining about this and I fully agree that when you right mouse click on a folder or an inbox and you go to mark all as red, empty entire inboxes right next to it. So if you click the wrong one, boof, your inbox is getting uh, nuked for a little bit. So I don't know, I'm not a fan of it. I still prefer basic and simplicity. And that's where we're at, so. What a crazy kind of week here. I'm super interested to see what happens with Starfield. Obviously, what's happening with the Surface event. Will there be any crossover at the Surface Starfield event? Who knows? They both start with S. Maybe that's probably a stretch. But they are both coming from the same company. So September 21st and September, depending on which version of Starfield you're playing and paying for, you can get it in early access. So there you go, my friends. What a wonderful and crazy week. Hopefully you had a good time. I'm, I had a great time this week. And uh, we'll catch all of you right back here next time. So make sure to keep it subscribed here because on the BS on this podcast is me.